Hello, Challenger Podcast listeners. This is Colleen Madden-Blumenfeld. Welcome to our first episode of our News Roundup with VP Andy Challenger. We sit down to talk about the election, uh, retail hiring, on-site child care, and uh, quits. So have a listen. Okay, Andy, so this is our News Roundup, and our first topic is the election. Everyone's talking about the election, um, but should they be in the office? Yeah, politics is a complicated subject for the workplace. It's changed a lot in the last 10 to 20 years as we've really seen politics become a form of entertainment, right? It's a a national American pastime in the way sports used to once be. Uh, They still are, but uh, it's going to come up in conversations at work, and you have to have a plan and and thoughtful ways to deal with that um, if you don't want to cause too many disruptions. Right. We did a survey a couple months ago that said 94% of people are talking politics at work. It's unavoidable, really. Um, If it gets too... If it starts to get rough, what kind of recourse do employees have, if any? Yeah, uh, you know, the best bet is is avoidance of really hot issues. Mm-hmm. And anytime you can, if you see a topic coming up that you know people have personal connections to, mm-hmm. if they've had a you know, if they've mentioned to you in the past that they've got some sort of personal connection to it, try to avoid it, mm-hmm. uh, because those hot issues can. You know, blow out of control quickly. But there are certainly topics you can talk about uh, in politics, in the workplace, that are a good way to communicate that you're engaged in what's going on right. in the world, that you know about uh, you know uh, things outside just your myopic view of the workplace. Right. It's a really good way to, to show that you're uh, thoughtful about, about the world around you. And they say in a democracy you have to talk about these issues, so it's, it's good to talk about them. Uh, in this particular election, though, things have been not so great. I mean, not even appropriate for the election, much less to talk about at work. Uh, what if people are talking about that stuff around you? If they're not even directing it to you and you're, it's making you uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable or if somebody tries to engage you in a conversation, you can always just say, hey, I have a personal code of conduct where I don't talk about sex religion or right. politics in the workplace mm-hmm. and just avoid the conversation. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if there's topics that that you think you could talk about, you can start to engage them on on on, on issues that maybe both candidates agree on. Uh, we know, you know both kind of Democrats and Republicans uh, are pretty consistent on uh, penitentiary and, and judicial reform. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can always talk about that. You can also talk about topics that both candidates agree on hating so one, you know, one we're talking about right now is free trade right. is a great topic you can kind of talk about that you know uh, both of the two most unliked candidates in history are supporting uh, so so you know there's different ways you yeah can talk so kind about of it. pivot it to things that you can't talk about Absolutely. because there's a lot to talk about definitely certainly um anything else on politics in the office yeah uh, if you're gonna talk about politics talk about it in a subtle way uh, talk about it in a nuanced way that's interesting to people around you. So, so pick issues that are maybe not the headline issues of the campaign that have a lot of political rhetoric behind them, uh, but uh, issues like local local issues are a great thing to talk right. about. That are going to forget be, about the local elections. Absolutely, the conversation around national politics gets so convoluted. Uh, but if you can get in and start talking to, to people around you about what's happening locally in your community, you seem engaged. You seem 
interesting and thoughtful, and that's really valuable in the workplace. Excellent. Okay, topic two, uh, retail hiring. The holidays are coming up. It's a tight labor market, so retailers are having trouble even finding people. Yeah, we've seen really consistent hiring. On average, over 200,000 jobs per month for a number of years now. Uh, so, so when the labor markets get this tight, retailers and companies that have a lot of extra work to do during the holiday season have a hard time retaining and attracting good, talented employees. We are expecting to see as many as last year, uh, but we're already seeing companies make major announcements. Amazon hired 20,000 more workers than last year, temporary workers. Uh, what do you think that's about? Yeah, that's really the big change. We've seen you know, over the last five or so years, the uh, and what everybody expected, the changes in the way people are spending money during the holidays, uh, is starting to affect the way hiring happens. Um, we, you know, just in 2012, Amazon only added 50,000 workers during the holiday season. This year, they announced they're adding 120,000. Mm-hmm. A huge jump, and it just speaks volumes about what types of jobs are being added to the economy this time of the year. Yeah, people aren't, they don't need the floor workers as much anymore. They're going online and they're, they're getting things delivered. Yeah, so all the hiring, you know, typically, traditionally during the holiday season was sales clerks and cashiers, people in the front of retail establishments. But that's moved so much into the background, into the back rooms, uh, into shipping and handling, into warehousing, and, and into actual delivery services. If you want to get a holiday job, what are some tips for, for job seekers? Yeah, uh, you know, make sure you're going to, to the right places so we know now that a lot of that hiring is in the back room. So go to, go to warehouses, go to uh, companies with distribution. FedEx and UPS are doing a lot of hiring this time of year. Um, and, and make sure you're uh, representing yourself as somebody that's able and willing to do uh, jobs during those tough hours in the holiday season when other people might not be willing to work. We also saw that experience uh, jobs are, people are hiring for those, so movie theaters, um, theme parks are actually staffing up for the holiday season as well. Yeah, so uh, there's all sorts of different establishments that do hiring during the season, uh, uh, as Colleen just said, (laughs) uh, uh, restaurants, catering services do a lot of hiring. So you don't have to look just at retailers. There's a whole swath of other types of companies and services that do extra hiring and need extra help during the holidays. Great. Uh, Issue three, this came out actually over the summer, but it's always talked about. Um, Patagonia CEO recently wrote for Fast Company about childcare and offering on-site childcare and how that actually is affordable. Uh, Do you think many business owners agree with her? Uh, Well, you're seeing more and more companies uh, take political stances, Mm -hmm. take uh, stances to represent their companies more effectively in the public eye, uh, because uh, when we're entering, you know, particularly the time in the economic cycle like we're at, where unemployment is really low, the companies that want to keep and hire the best employees out there are having to fight not just on salary but also on culture. Mm-hmm. They're having to add benefits and services into their workplace that uh, draw people in. Um, and you know, we're just seeing, uh, obviously, over the last 
you know, 40 or 50 years, it's finally catching up to it, more women in the workplace right. that want to work full time. And companies know that that's a, a really important demographic yeah. and skilled set of people they need to attract into their workplaces. So offering benefits um, that are more uh, geared towards women is, is something that's really valuable today. And it's really a retention tool. And it's not even just a women's issue. I mean, so many men claim the same thing, that they need, they need child care to go to work. Yeah. Absolutely, and you're seeing that come up in in political campaigns. Hillary Clinton is out uh, campaigning for both uh, you know, women's and, and men's leave during uh, during childcare. Do you think we'll see more on-site childcare in the future? Yeah, we're we're starting to see that uh, pop up. It's slow. Um, mm-hmm. It's starting to happen. Uh, a lot of tech companies are doing it. It's companies that are creating and, and you know trying to create an environment where they want people to stay on campus as much as possible. So we're really seeing that in, in companies like like tech companies like Google and West Coast Silicon Valley companies that want to make sure that they have an environment where people can get their uh, food, child care, laundry services, mm-hmm. every aspect of their life taken care of on site so they don't have to leave and they can keep working. Yeah, and in this tight labor market we were just talking about, to retain those people, to attract them, you got to come up with better perks. Yeah, so more and more companies are just being innovative in, in the way they attract people. Okay, great. Uh, one last topic. We're in a tight labor market, and it seems that a lot of people are quitting. Um, the the confidence in the market is up. So what do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, uh, again, another reason why companies are, are slowly starting to increase wages. And we've seen wages, uh, as which is usually a, a lagging indicator in a recovery, has lagged much farther than we expected. Um, finally, in the last handful of months, last two quarters, we've seen wages slowly start to rise. So companies are paying more uh, to keep people because... They are willing to leave. They're confident in the market and the types of positions, and they're probably being recruited away from their companies in a larger degree than they have in the past. Companies uh, that are having a hard time finding good talent are hiring external firms, using recruiters to go out and, and recruit away from other companies. So, so it is a much more competitive landscape and a, a good time to be a, a worker searching for work as well. And thanks so much to Andy. We will be hearing from him every other week on Headline News. If you want to learn more about Andy, you can find him on LinkedIn. We'll also have him uh, a little blurb about him on our blog. You can find us, as always, on Twitter and Facebook at Challenger Gray, on LinkedIn, Challenger Gray and Christmas Inc., and on Google+. Look forward to hearing from you.